All right, thank you very much, Rob. Nice to have you with us again, folks. And the big question is, do I have a case? And we have hundreds and hundreds of questions that have come in from people all across northeastern and central Pennsylvania, and we throw them at the man with the answers, attorney Keith Figured. Keith, how are you? I'm doing good, Frank. Uh, hello, Rob, as well. And, uh, yes, definitely getting inundated with questions. <laughs> yes, indeed. And they come in all different categories. So let's get to the first one. Attorney Keith figured, my car has 120,000 miles on it, and I still drive it. What is the minimum amount and kind of car insurance that I have to keep on it in Pennsylvania? So this is a residential vehicle. So of course, this would be different than a commercial vehicle um, pertaining to a residential or privately owned vehicle in Pennsylvania. The minimum required car insurance coverage um, is fifteen thousand bodily injury liability per person, thirty thousand bodily injury liability per accident, five thousand dollars property damage liability per accident so liability coverage pays for damages or injuries you cause to others in an accident while liability while liability coverage is the minimum required by law it is often recommended to consider additional coverage options to protect yourself and your vehicle some additional coverage options include medical benefits this coverage pays for medical expense for you and your passengers resulting from an accident the minimum medical um, in Pennsylvania is 5,000. Underinsured, uninsured, this coverage protects you if you are involved in an accident with a driver who has no insurance or insufficient insurance. And this is typically equal to the bodily injury limits that you have on your vehicle unless you um, waive them or, or sign them down. And then, of course, you have comprehensive and collision coverage. Comprehensive coverage pays for damages to your vehicle caused by non-accident related incidents such as theft, vandalism, or natural disasters. And then collision coverage pays for damage to your vehicle caused by a collision with another vehicle or object. And then the last thing I want to cover is the full tort limited tort. Pennsylvania full tort limited tort are terms used to describe options for automobile insurance coverage related to personal injury claims. The main difference between full tort limited tort lies in the ability to seek compensation for pain and suffering in the event of a car accident. With full coverage, individuals have an unrestricted right to pursue financial compensation for both economic and non-economic damages. Now, limited tort, on the other hand, uh, is as, just as it says, it limits or uh, has a set of right or limits a set of rights in exchange for lower insurance premiums. Under limited tort coverage, individuals give up the right to seek compensation for pain and suffering unless they have suffered a serious injury as defined by Pennsylvania law. It is important to note that the minimum required coverage may not be sufficient to cover all potential damage or injuries. It is, it is advisable to assess your personal circumstances, the value of your vehicle, and your financial situation when deciding on the appropriate level of coverage. To ensure you have accurate, up-to-date information regarding car insurance requirements, it is recommended to consult with an insurance agent or provider who can provide personalized guidance based on your specific needs. And I'm glad the guy has 120,000 miles. That must be a car that runs like a tank. So. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your answer. Now, this one, this one is fascinating, and it, and it comes in from Bradford County, and I, just, I can't wait to hear your answer to this one. Here it is. I live in Bradford County, Pennsylvania, and I listen all the time. Can you tell me what the law is if I want to sell my shotgun to a neighbor? Okay, so this is a little bit difficult um, because it's a complex uh, statute and, and basically it falls under the Pennsylvania Uniform Firearms Act. So firearm 
uh, is defined as any pistol or revolver with a barrel less than 15 inches, any shotgun with a barrel less than 18 inches, any rifle with a barrel of less than 16 inches, or any pistol, revolver, rifle, or shotgun with an overall length of less than 26 inches. Um, however, I mean, these definitions uh, are pretty broad and they do include a number of firearms. Um, the first thing I would say is that there are ever-changing rules as it pertains to the sale of firearms. Um, but that being said, any individual or dealer selling a handgun is required to sell or transfer that at a place of business or a licensed dealer. Um, basically, that's the background check that you hear them discuss. Um, however, when it comes to selling a rifle or a shotgun, um, you if you're not a dealer, um, again, depending on if you fall in that definition, you, you have to be very certain because if you do fall in that definition, you are still required to transfer that uh, gun at uh, whether it be a, a, somebody with an FFL license that can do a background check. Now, the problem that you run into if you do not do that is if you sell the gun to a felon or somebody who's not allowed to have that you can still be held responsible so so the short answer is under certain circumstances you can sell a gun without having to do a background check however if you don't do it correctly and that person is out of state or is say a felon or not allowed to own that gun you can have a real problem not to mention if you purchased that shotgun yourself and it was transferred to you by a dealer and that gun is in your name and then it's used for a crime who do you think it's going to um, who do you think it's going to go back to? The person that transferred it. So, so it's a, it's a pretty complicated area. I mean, there are some instances in which the gun can be sold, but to be safe, it would be my recommendation that you take the shotgun to a, a, a licensed dealer uh, that has an FFL. Um, they can do the paperwork for you. This way it's transferred into the person's name. They get run through the system to make sure they're able to have that gun. They're, they're a uh, resident of the state. They don't have any felony. They've never been adjudicated, uh, incompetent, or unable to uh, manage their own affairs. I mean, as I said, it is pretty complicated. And although it could be done in certain circumstances, I wouldn't recommend it. And um, to be safe and to protect yourself, um, it, it would be recommended that you actually actually take it to a dealer and, and have it done and actually transferred uh, with the background check being performed. Well, I appreciate the answer. I didn't think about that, but you're right. You got to do that background check. You don't, sometimes you don't even know the background of your neighbor. So I appreciate that common sense answer. Yeah. And, and then if they use it for a crime and that's left at the scene, they're going to come back to you oh boy, <laughs> in oh terms of the investigation. So with the being transferred to the other individual, then it's going to relate back to them. And, and it, again, it just provides protection all around. Well, for you up in Bradford County, thanks for the question. I'm sure it answered the, uh, the question for a lot of people that might have the same thing on their mind. All right, Keith, how do people get in touch with you if they have other questions? They can reach me directly at 570-954-9299. And when I say directly, I mean it. Uh, people call me. They uh, speak directly with me. It's not as though you uh, call a secretary and get passed around. Or um, So when you call me, I deal directly with my clients. Um, you can send emails 
to Keith at FiguredLaw.com, and uh, there's a ton of information on my website at FiguredLaw.com. All right, next week we have more workers' comp questions coming up. Though that, that may be the number one subject that comes in every week. Uh, and, folks, if you have a question, all you have to do is send it to me, Frank Andrews at WILKNewsRadio.com. Again, no spaces between that, Frank Andrews at WILKNewsRadio.com. Keith, have a great weekend. We'll talk to you about workers' comp next week. You as well, Frank, and you as well, Rob. And as I say, always a pleasure. We'll get back to Rob's program right now.